tall and lean. He was a shade over six feet and probably weighed 180 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. But it wasn't just his appearance that I found enticing. It was a vibe and a mood that I got from him. The way he moved and walked. One time he walked past me as I stood by the exit, and his soft-soled shoes never made a sound. Then I would try to look and see where he was going, and he would disappear, like a phantom. The girls that I hung out with in the congregation were all intrigued by him. Megan, of course, was the first to chime in. He's a serial killer. You can tell by the look in his eyes. Does anyone have Dexter's phone number? I wish I had Dexter's phone number, Tammy said, and his. So what's his name? I asked. We just call him the Phantom, because he appears and then disappears. I heard the old ladies talking about him, Rebecca said. They think he's a serial killer also. He has his axe buried in the back of the church. But I told them he was actually a Russian spy waiting for the return of the Cold War. That's why he never talks. He doesn't want his accent to give away his identity. Well, Russian spies are trained to speak English. Duh, Megan said, always the condescending sort. I think he's a mobster, Tammy said in all seriousness. I mean, he looks Italian. And I was watching the Discovery Channel, and they were talking about how they hide different gangsters in different areas when they turn state's evidence. Who knows? Your next-door neighbor may have been a real-life Tony Soprano. Has anyone actually talked to him? I asked. I mean, this is supposed to be a church, not a gossip choir. Who's kidding who? We're a gossip choir disguised as a church. I dare you to go talk to him, Tammy said to me. Why me? Because I see the way you look at him.